Hello and welcome to Follow Your Bliss, a podcast for big-hearted, deep feelers who want to make a difference in the world. This is your time to get motivation and momentum to do what makes your soul shine. My name is Jessica Flint. I'm a soul strengths business coach and social impact entrepreneur that has helped millions of people improve their life. And I'm here to empower you to become a badass success story because I know it's within you when you stop selling yourself short, stop waiting for the perfect moment, and stop letting the opinions of others drown out your inner voice. It's never too late to create a life you're excited about and love waking up to. I believe we all have unique soul strings that hold the key to unlocking our greatest success and are just begging to be expressed right now in this very moment. Now, this podcast features heart-to-heart conversations with successful authors, entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, experts, and everyday all-stars just like you about their path to greater purpose and soul alignment. It's time to claim your joy, your worth, your highest soul expression, and your feeling of enoughness. Now, let's get started. Welcome, welcome. In this episode, we're going to explore the second of the four foundations to following your bliss. Now, in the previous episode, we talked about the first foundation, and that is connecting to your purpose. Now, another way of looking at your purpose is your why. Big, all capitals, why. What is your why? What is your purpose? For me, my why, my purpose, if I was to really distill it down, is I love to see people shine and bring their soul gifts out to the world. I don't believe we are meant to stay in the darkness and limited by the traumas of our past. And my why is also connected to freedom. I love being the boss of my life. So to really boil it down, my purpose, my why, is freedom and transformation. So this is why I love success stories. Success stories are a testament to transformation, that you can start as one form, one appearance, one type of being, and through a process, become another. That can take shape in so many different ways throughout your life. Transforming by recovering from an addiction or a eating disorder or transforming in being able to fully realize your potential and and go after your dreams, transform into the person you want to be. For me, this is my why, to see people go from where they are to where they want to be. And that space in between is where the transformation occurs. So once again, our purpose is about why we do what we do. Why do I do what I do? And today we'll be talking about the foundation of knowing and living our values. So values are how we achieve purpose. So purpose is about why we do what we do, our why, and values are how we achieve our purpose, how we achieve our why. And then if we were to go one step further, we would look at habits. Habits are what we do every day that reflects our purpose and values. So throughout Follow Your Bliss, you will be learning about ways how to habitually, how to integrate what you're learning so it becomes a habit. So we'll definitely be covering topics around habit, productivity, how to actually take your purpose, your values, and integrate in a way that it becomes habitual, that you are actually being the person who can make your dreams come true, being a person who can follow their bliss and realize and actualize their potential. And as we get into the interviews for Follow Your Bliss, I close with the same set of questions. And one is, what are three values you owe your current level of success to? And what is your North Star? So this is your big why, your deeper purpose. So these are very much woven into the conversations we're having in the show, into the conversations I'm having with you, in the work that I'm asking you to really think about and do in your life is understanding what are my values and what is my North Star? 
Because when we're connected to our North Star, no matter how far we get off our path or how cloudy it gets, that North Star will always be there. It will always be there. This is our why. It's not a destination. We can never get to the North Star. (laughs) The North Star can only guide us. And our values, our values are like our compass. Our values can steer us in the right direction. And I love to think about all of us have our own internal value system that is very unique to us. So our unique value system, it's our unique compass that we have, each of us, that allows us to be internally guided in the right direction. Where we can become misguided is we start to take on the values of others. We take on societal values, we take on familial values, we take on community values that don't match our true values. Now, over the years, I've worked with many people on helping them understand what their values are. And the process in the beginning can be a little challenging because you may think something's your value when it actually has been a value that has just been indoctrinated into you. It's not really your value, but you live it as so because Let's be honest, you know, in many ways, we're all looking for approval. So if we take on certain values, then we can feel that we're going to be one step closer to getting that approval, whether it's societal approval, familial approval, we can start to be misguided in our values. And when we're following the wrong compass, not our compass, it's easy to get off path. So first and foremost, if this is the first time you've ever done any type of value exploration, just to know that, you know, the first round, the first pass may not be your true values. It may be closer to your values, but you may find with time as you begin to live your values more, you'll start to find them. And the one way I like to think about this is it's kind of like panning for gold. Remember back in the day in the 49ers when all the gold miners would go out and they'd go to the river and they'd have their little sieve. They would put all the sediment into the sieve and they'd start to sift it around. And then the gold, the heavier gold particles would stay and all of the other sediment would fall through. So this is very much the process of coming to find your values. Your values are your gold. Your values are so valuable. (laughs) Do you see the connection in the word values, valuable? They're very valuable to you. These are your precious compass that will help you, steer you on course in life. You will never get off path when you're living according to your values. When you're living according to other people's values, forget about it. You will totally go off path. So the point is not to live other people's values. It's to find yours. It's to connect to your values and live your values. So as you do this, you'll start to see as you sieve through your experiences in life or you start to claim certain values and try them out and see how they really feel with you, you'll start to see the ones that really come up again and again, the golden nuggets, the big ones. These are, these are your values. You could have aspirational values, values that are kind of moving you closer towards the person that you ultimately want to be. And you can have values that are really just inherent in you. Like these are such a core part of who you are. And I do recommend to stick more to the core values because once again, these aspirational values can be a little tricky the aspirational ones you want to be a little bit careful about because sometimes you're trying to call out something that you're truly not. It's not truly innate to you. You ultimately want to be very true to your own nature. I'm going to say this over and over again throughout Follow Your Bliss. We are all uniquely wired. We all have our very own nature. Just think about flowers. How many freaking flowers are there? There are sunflowers. There are roses. There are lilies. There are lotuses. There are tulips. I could go on and on and on about how many flowers there are. So we are also all these uniquely designed flowers. We're all so different. And that's the beauty of us. That's why we all have unique gifts to offer to the world. One amazing thing about following your bliss is also honoring where other people follow their bliss. Start to take notice in your life. When you see somebody who just does something, it's like, wow, that is so cool. How, look how alive you are. Look how, look how animated you are when you're doing this. Start to recognize that in another. And when you recognize it in another, and I promise it will start to come out more in you. So when we look at our values, we understand this compass, right, that we have that will help us, 
right? This compass will help us navigate. We have our North Star. That's our why. That's our purpose. And then our compass, our values, these will help us navigate. No matter what happens with the weather or outside conditions, we're always able to find our path. We can always navigate when we're connected to our values. So I want to first share the values of Follow Your Bliss, of this show, of this podcast. They may not be your exact values, and that's okay. These values are really designed to help you follow your bliss. Now, the first value is authenticity. I believe you need to embrace who you truly are. Not who you believe you need to be, but who you truly are. And the second value is courage. Because in order to live authentically, you have to have courage. You have to say, hey, this is who I am. Courage is a virtue that helps us face our fear. Now, one quote I love from Glennon Doyle's memoir, Love Warrior, is she says, quote, We know we must decide whether to stay small, quiet, and uncomplicated, or allow ourselves to grow as big, loud, and complex as we were made to be. End quote. So it takes courage to be big, to be loud, to be complex. Instead of staying small, quiet, and uncomplicated. So it takes courage to be who we were meant to be. The third value is growth. This show is all about cultivating a growth mindset. How to not see you stuck in a fixed circumstance. That you can meet obstacles and challenges and overcome them. And we'll be covering in much more depth what it means to have a growth mindset. And how to continually cultivate it. So you can continue to grow your roots deeper and deeper and your branches higher and higher. And the fourth value is play. How can you play with things? I mentioned yesterday about finding your purpose. So much of that can come through play, just trying something out. Play is really something we do just for the fun, right? Play doesn't necessarily have an objective or an outcome to it. Kids are the best example of what it means to follow your bliss. You'll see a kid playing for hours with something, totally wrapped into their imagination, allowing themselves to just play. And as adults, we lose that. But this essence of play is so important because it unlocks our creativity. It locks our joy. We can play and take life less seriously. We can start to see more opportunity. I'll be doing improv sketches with a character called Charlie the Chronically Depressed Vampire. Now, these will be separate shows. They'll be Charlie's pep talks. So if you want to listen to those shows and have pep talks from a chronically depressed vampire, those are totally there for you. And they really are designed to help you enter into the world of play. Hopefully, by expressing my playful nature, you can start to see that play is a way that we can really find our creative selves. Our creative self-expression comes ultimately from play, from letting us enter into, I don't know exactly what is going to happen next, but I'm in the experience, right? We can have some vision of how we want it to look like, but really it's the actual experience of creating in the very moment that we get there. The more you can play, the more you can find what lights you up. Once again, think back to when you were little. What did you do when you were playing? When I was playing, I loved to dress up and talk in English accents to all of my stuffed animals. So here I was, this little girl, dressing up, talking in an accent to an audience. So here with Following My Bliss is allowing myself the opportunity to do that without having to attach it to an objective, attaching it to some type of metric. So play is a value of the show. And the fifth and final value is creativity. Creativity is at the very essence of following your bliss because you're creating your life. You are the creator of your life. You are the co-creator of your life. And I see creativity so linked to spirituality. So the category of follow your bliss is under spirituality because I believe we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Because when we are in creative flow, we're really accessing it from another place. We can, you know, our ego can say, that was me. That was, that was me. I created that. When I like to think, that was the muse. That was the inspiration pouring through me. So I like to think that we are like a light bulb. And when we plug ourselves in, 
to the ultimate source of light, ultimate source of inspiration, of creative flow, then we illuminate so bright. But we just have to stay connected. We have to be connected to the source. And we always have the ability to connect to the source. And hopefully this can help you take away all the ego barriers that we create around creativity, making it feel like we have to do something, that our ego, that we have to do something, we have to control, we have to create. We can just let that go and just zip that away. We can then have a clearer channel for all of this creativity to flow through. So when you want to step into creativity, it's about letting yourself get out of the way and letting the creativity flow through you. So I really see creativity as a spiritual expression of ourselves. So these are the core values of follow your bliss, authenticity, courage, growth, play, creativity, all from a basis of awakening our connection to a higher power, a deeper source, something that sustains us, supports us, guides us. Now, once again, these values don't have to be your core values. A lot of times we learn from people that have different values than us or showing us different values. They can help us become more of who we are. So it's not about saying that you need to adopt these values to follow your bliss, but these values will help you awaken the values within you that will help you follow your bliss. So let's talk about how to connect to these values, because I have three simple questions you can ask yourself that are really helpful. And I'll put them down in the show description so you can reference them for later. But I really want you to actually think about and write out what these are, because this is a really helpful exercise to extract your values. Because when you have your values clear, right, you have clarity around your values, it can help you make big decisions. It can help you make huge life decisions, and it can help you with simple decisions like, should I buy this or should I not buy this? Well, let's rub it against your values. Should I get into a relationship with this person or should I not get into a relationship with this person? Well, let's rub it against your values. So when you can start to have these values, these become a mental model in order to make your decisions. You run it through your values. There are three questions that are really helpful for you to ask to get closer to what your values are. Now, the first question is to write out your peak experiences that you've had in life. So do a little brainstorm session. What are your peak experiences? Now, these are times where you are like high on life, like, whoa, that was so cool. Or that was monumental. That was huge, right? Peak. We're talking about at the top, top moments of your life. So do a brainstorm list of these peak experiences. Maybe one comes to mind right now. What was a peak experience that you've had? For me, 100% surfing. I've surfed the most insane waves where it was like holy, a completely out-of-body spiritual experience to be in this connection with a wave in nature. Words like can't even describe it, but ecstasy, like the best experiences of my life have been surfing, right? Peak experiences. Experiencing extremely rough weather in the ocean. I mean, I went through typhoons out on those boats. Did I really know I was going to sign up for that peak experience? No, but I am so glad I lived it because that was really cool. Definitely a peak experience of my life. And finally, other peak experiences that I've had have been when I'm on stage, when I won a contest through Toastmasters for the best humor speech, and when I was on stage and I won for the best improv set. So when I look at these, right, these events in my life, then I want to extract, well, what were the values that were being upheld in those moments? So same goes for you. You do your brainstorm list of your peak experiences, and then you ask yourself, what were the values that were being upheld in those moments? In order for me to do that, what were the values that I needed to have? So in my case of these extreme sports or these high adrenaline moments or being out on stage, I needed to have the core values of adventure, risk, nature, fun, humor, courage, competition, 
And so I write out these values. And so the same goes for you to write out the values that you had to uphold in order to have these peak experiences. And you're going to start to accumulate a list of values here as we move to the second question. Now, the second question is think about your biggest accomplishments in life. The top three, right? What is your top three resume list? What were the values that you exercised to achieve them? The biggest accomplishments in your life and what were the values you exercised to achieve them? So for me, my top three was being valedictorian of my high school. This was something that I, I wanted and I really worked hard for, and it meant a lot to me to be able to get it. And as I shared in the previous episode, making an app and starting a company that has reached over 3.5 million people, right? That was something that was a big accomplishment. And having traveled to 32 countries by myself as a solo female, being able to fill up a whole passport, that to me is an accomplishment. So with this list of my accomplishments, then I look at what were the values that I needed to exercise to achieve them. So impact, learning, resilience, risk, creativity, connection, big picture thinking, ambition, innovation, independence, adventure. And so now I have even more values to work with. So for you, think about your biggest accomplishments in your life, your top three to start, and then what were the values you exercised to achieve them? You may find that there are some repeat values from the last question, but you probably found that there are more values now to work with. And the last question is, what pisses you off? Like, what really just annoys you? Because when you're upset, this means that one or more of your values are being violated. So for me, you know, what really pisses me off is actually when my neighbor's dog is barking, like which has been happening throughout this whole recording and I have to stop and it's probably going to show up in some parts of the episode. And it just annoys me. I'm like, like stop barking, I'm recording. <laughs> And then the leaf blower, the landscaper with his leaf blower right now, like that actually really bothers me because one of my values is solitude. I absolutely love the serenity of being in a quiet space. Oh my God. It's like heaven to me. And then have a dog barking and a landscaper with his leaf blower while I'm trying to record a podcast in a quiet conditions freaking pisses me off, right? Because my value of solitude is being violated right now. My value of quiet and serenity is being violated. So think of your list. What pisses you off? What are you like so annoyed about when this happens? And understand that that is because there's a value of yours that is being violated. And list, so list out all the values that are being violated. And now, my friend, you have a long list of values. So we just went from scooping up a whole bunch of sediment into your sieve to now starting to shake it out some. And now you have a lot of values there on the pan. And these are all gold. All of these values are gold. But what I want you to start to do is begin to see which ones are the main nuggets. Or where can you start to see that they're kind of saying the same thing, but in different words? Like risk and adventure for me, right? So start to see where you can like mold them together, where they can really stand or symbolize for the same thing. And another visual that I like to think about when doing this is imagine you have a tree, right? You have a big tree and you have all these branches. Each branch is one of your values. And then every branch will have little sub-branches and leaves. And these are the sub-values. These are kind of descriptors for the core value. So looking at a core value of play, well, what does that mean to me? It means humor. It means fun. It means creativity. It means imagination. It means youthfulness. It means innocence, right? So I can all of a sudden start to wrap all these words into this one branch or this one big gold nugget. Now, I hope you really do take the time to go through this exercise, because once again, when we get clear on our values, this can help us make big decisions in navigating through life. 
And this is how we follow our bliss because when we have our North Star, our why, our purpose, and we know our values, we can't go off track. We are the ultimate captains of our life. And we will always be able to steer our ship where we want to go. Once again, we have to be clear that we are steering our ship according to our values, though. Our values, not society's values. Because it's absolutely no measure of health to be adjusted to a sick society. So we want to look at what society is teaching us of what is success, what is happiness, because we are not designed to have the exact same cookie cutter values. Once again, we are all wired so differently. We are all so uniquely designed. And I love this quote by Glennon Doyle in her memoir, Untamed. She says, quote, every time you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, your duty is to disappoint that someone else, end quote. So sometimes by living according to our values, we may disappoint others. But the most important thing is to be true to ourselves, to thy own self be true. And I want to end with one more quote from an amazing powerhouse of a woman, Maya Angelou. And she says, quote, My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. End quote. And this is a perfect representation of our first two foundations. Her mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive. Her mission, this is her why, this is her purpose. And to do so with some passion, compassion, humor, and style. These are her values. So you can even create your own Maya Angelou phrase. My mission in life is X. And to do so with X, Y, Z, Beta, Theta. Just add your values in there. Because remember, our values are how we achieve our purpose. And when we are living in our purpose, we are following our bliss. Thank you for having the discipline to listen in. If you love this episode and know of someone else who is following their bliss, please share this show with them. It would mean the world to me if we can get this cause and message out to as many people as possible. So if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this show with your friends. It will totally make my day and I will be forever grateful for your support. And until the next episode, this is Jessica Flint encouraging you to follow your bliss and to unapologetically be bold, be brave, and be you.